Ah, the stuff the dreams are made of. When you're slapped, you'll take it and like it. Oh, this movie is nothing but quotes. Today on the How to Be a Movie Snob, we go through The Maltese Falcon, John Huston's 1941, starring Humphrey Bogart and Mary Astor. It is the classic, if not the blueprint for all film noir to come after it. And this week we had Mariah, myself, and Patrick going through all the twists and turns of Sam Spade. And when you try to figure out what is going on in this movie. But it is a treat. You get to see amazing characters and witty dialogue. And frankly, you get a movie from 1941 that's quite watchable in 2023. Sit back, have a listen, and enjoy our podcast on the Maltese Falcon. It's alive. It's alive. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. I love you. I know. Here's Johnny. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. I see dead people. Milk was a bad choice. Hello and welcome to the How to Be a Movie Snob podcast. Good evening. Starring the lovely and already drinking whiskey. Seth Elegant. And Mariah. (laughs) It's just getting our creative juices flowing so we can really dive in to this femme fatale film noir classic. But this week we have our special guest, which... Some would call it a regular guest who comes on every show now, but we're going to call the... He's still special to us. He's, a, he's very special to us, and he's as much of a cinephile, if not more. So we're going to call Mr. Pat Gillette, see if he's at practice. Oh, let's see what awesome background noises we're going to get this time. Hello? Hey, hey Pat. Hey. You talking about my background noise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So waiting for like my a, signature background. Notes. That's right, <laughs> exactly right. What practice or whistles are going to go in the background? Good evening, okay. sir. How how goes it? How do, how how you doing this evening? Oh, just dandy. Just dandy. How are indeed. you? Quite well, quite well. Uh, we had a week off of recording, so this is a kind of a welcome back. Mm-hmm. It seems like all the mm-hmm. equipment is still working, so we are in business. Good. Hey, Seth. Yeah. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Welcome back. Thanks. It's good Brian. to be back. Welcome back to you. <laughs> I was going to say that to you. Welcome back. Thank you. I win. Whew, just beat it. All right. It's a race. It's a race and you win. Yeah, I'm weenie. <laughs> weenie. Another classic. <laughs> so, hey, rat race. When are we going to do that? Oh, rat race. Uh, we're just living it's it, coming Pat. right up. Just living it. So today we are doing one of the classics of old classics. Um, although I had not seen it in its entirety until two weeks ago. Um, so is this your first time watching it, Mariah? No. Oh, Patrick, what about you? I first time for me watching it in its entirety. I'm sure I've seen yeah. bits and pieces. Well, it's hard because it's so referenced, and you don't realize that until you go through it. You're like, oh. 
I see what's going on Yeah, that's a trend with some of these things. Yeah, right? So, oh, wait, that's what that's why oh, we're doing that's this. that's what that's from. That's what that's from. Um, and this one, I was actually, as a huge Casablanca fan, it was kind of a weird, like, oh, it's like, it's a lot similar. And then I started to realize why. I mean, obviously Humphrey Bogart. But then also, like, how it's shot and some things. So I'm like, oh. But it's also John Houston pre-war, so there's a lot of a lot of factors here. So let's start with it as we always do, the plot. Mariah, you should you usually take it away. You want to lead off and just tell us what happens in Maltese Falcon. Oh, which is gonna be freaking hard. I heard yeah. I literally heard someone say it's it's quicker to watch the movie than to try to explain the plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so many characters and lies about what's actually <laughs> happening. It's so true. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, which version of the truth yeah. do we want? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Well, hopefully, long story short, uh, a lady walks into a detective agency, asks for help for various excuses that yes. she comes up with throughout the film for why she needs She's all this. She's a knockout. She's a knockout. Oh, that was my favorite part. The secretary You're going to want to talk to Hal. Yeah. Oh, my She's gosh. a looker. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, needs some help, gives him some money. The partner's all over helping out. Uh, so there was a rendezvous that night. Partner dies. and uh, Mysterious circumstances, of course. Yes, of course. And her name changes. And the next scene with her. Oh, like four times in that one scene. It's exhausting. Yeah. Are you you? Are you your sister? O'Shaughnessy Actually, is where O'Shaughnessy. we settled. Yeah, I think settling on O'Shaughnessy was good. Uh, that was when I we watched the the parody of it, and the parody was not it was just the same ridiculous as the actual movie yeah. for the for the name part. Yeah. Well, as the story unfolds, you're introduced to all the main characters, um, and it kind of sets you up for who's who's playing what part and in this hunt for a priceless artifact that has disappeared and reappeared and uh and who's actually doing what and what is it and yeah what is it there was that who's paying him the most money to find it and the how many lies does this lady have to tell him before he stops making out with her and the 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 thing is it seems like he's the sam our our sam spade he is the orchestra leader in the in the the symphony of lies he's the one going through it and just having a grand old time playing each instrument against itself of in the symphony of lies so to speak mm-hmm. do you think that analogy holds up seth now that you got it out there yeah well i started it and i'm like well i'm committed now so i guess we're going with symphony <laughs> the puppet master puppet, puppet master been good too but i was really into that you know multiple <laughs> instruments thing the string section yeah. is a doozy. I mean, you keep it musically. He, he, you know, he was like he's an improver basically, right? Like he'll go, he'll Ooh, lead. More jazzy than uh, he's, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's able to yeah pick up where he needs to. Yeah, the Miles Davis of film noir, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, so the plot is ridiculous, but the they f- cr- they find a bird. Yeah, <laughs> there's a bird My that's bird. worth money, maybe. And you'll never, yeah. And that's that's the crazy part. You still don't they even found know. the stuff dreams are made of. <laughs> that's right. The quote. Well, speak, speaking of that, so yeah. We, we start on a we start on a scrawl, 
mm. of Skrull, good one. what the Maltese Falcon is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then one of the best scenes is is uh, Gutman talking about what it is. It kind of felt like I didn't need to know <laughs> a about little repetitive, the Falcon yeah. Until uh, like the mid movie review, but Fat I wonder Man, if Gutman. somebody was like, "What is it? Like, why are we even?" <laughs> oh, honestly, that, there's so many plot points at that point. You're like, "Okay, I honestly don't know what I'm doing here." Okay, what's going well, on? Well, yeah, there's a little bit of like, "Well, where's the Falcon going to come into this?" Mm-hmm. Or the Falcon, depending on well, who who's said saying it. it yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't. I, yeah, I think it kind of distracted me a little bit that I was waiting for that to become. You know some aspect of the stories, and you know, it really doesn't come yeah. in until way later. No, um, obviously it's the driver for everybody, but we don't know that. No. Um, what? So what? That, what the? That was interesting. What the scrawl in the beginning said. What it got me to do was instantly Google: Is the Maltese Falcon real? <laughs> is this a thing? Are there? It those? is not. Mm. Well, it's not not a thing. It's not this. Well, thing. but it is not. Sure. It, the, what, I mean, there's we, what are, we can get into later. There, oh, the, the actual prop from there, the movie. There were gifts of birds. Oh, okay. They're worth like millions of dollars at this point. So okay, so like, like there is an actual item that the Maltese Falcon is kind of loosely based on. Is what you're saying? Yeah, Charles. Well, I think, Charles yeah, V was paid is. rent in. Oh, like in legit, like. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, I and I think you know people have little decorative, fancy things. But I, mm-hmm. I meant the the actual props, the Maltese Falcon props from the movie. Oh sure. Are, oh yeah. Are now worth like a million dollars. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It doesn't Leonardo. Which is, I think Leonardo DiCaprio owns the. Yes, apparently right. it was in no the background way. of uh, Once yeah. Upon a Time <laughs> in Hollywood. That's right. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Uh, yeah. What did What did you guys think of the immediate? And kind of in your face misogyny, sex, sexist. <laughs> well, I was like, remarks. I was like, oh, okay, right. It dissipates like, oh. a little. Yeah, it, it does, and it, I, I actually expected a whole lot more, to be honest. Because once it started out with the secretary, like, oh, she's a hot commodity. You want to get it? Well, and I heard what was it? sweetheart, honey, uh, all of them. Oh, doll, yeah. like, mm. all doll like face. Oh, man, yeah. I th- and it was like, whew. oh, man, and the, and yeah. the leering. Archer just leering at her. Uh, it was yeah. real creepy at first, and I was like, "Oh boy!" Yeah, yeah. The that... married with children partner. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I saw her first. Right, dudes. <laughs> He's got his MBA. He's married but available. Well, you might have seen her first, but I said something. Yeah, I That's said right. something. Oh my gosh. Uh yeah. No, that it was. It, it was. It. It really felt like okay. This is going to be so painful, but then it really wasn't as bad as we thought later. Because then it felt like yeah. everyone's playing each other, so it felt like everyone's on equal ground, so to speak. Yes, yeah, because O'Shaughnessy was was such a, you know, manipulator. Mm. Um, you know, it was like okay, you yeah. know, she's she's on equal footing in a lot of ways with Sam Spade, um, mm. and then Effie, the, the the secretary, also like, I mean, you know, she's probably. Mariah, I'd be curious your thoughts. Maybe relegated, but she seemed to kind of like, you know, like clearly she's running things. She knows what's up. She's reliable. It felt like she wasn't 
obviously her life revolved around these men, I guess, which is maybe where it's mm-hmm. not a felt modern a little Perry view. Felt a little bit Perry Mason-esque. Yeah, yeah she's but pretty. But I didn't think she was like meek or not. I, don't yeah. know, I, I found her characterization in general maybe light, but not, I don't know. Like I didn't. Yeah. Oh, boy. She's kind of of Janine Ghostbusters. Oh, there we go. Uh, Janine, but she was Janine was badass. Yeah, well, I kind of felt like she. I think Effie was kind of if if she needed to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she did show more teeth later in the movie for sure. I mean, she almost cried at the dead body, which was you know pretty embarrassing. But (laughs) come on, it's just a body. She she held it together, and she was fine when he. She was fine when he left it with her. She yeah. just oh, didn't. Yeah. She like, was just, just sit here. Yeah, she was just taken aback the first time she saw. <laughs> that was uh, John Huston's uh, father playing the dead body. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that was his uncredited. Oh, John Huston's dad was in that one. Uh, oh, I thought apparently, was... little side story. Apparently, they. Uh, John Huston, apparently a lot of pranks going on in this movie, which yeah, yeah. is interesting since some of the pranks are like pretty, pretty not okay anymore. Uh, but <laughs> one of them apparently was they pretended John Huston had someone call his father to be like, hey, we looked at the dailies. We need you to come back in. Oh, I heard this one. Yeah. Like he did such a bad job. Yep. I heard this one. And then he, he jumped on the phone to be like the head of the studio. He's like, I already said I'm going to come back in. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty funny, just messing with your old man like that. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, John. I, I see your angle here, buddy. Okay. Um, Are we going to jump into the John Houston thing first, or what should we do? Because he's the craziest. Like, Humphrey Bogart doesn't hold a candle to John Houston's life. You know what I mean? Like, let, Get into it. So. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, he's already killed a person at this point, allegedly. Or he's taking the rap oh. for Cary Grant, right? Because the hit and run. Oh, I don't know. Before, oh, I gosh. I didn't deep dive on. Oh, and I didn't. I, I remember you don't that have, about Cary Grant, but I didn't remember. You don't that have to deep dive. That... So, because it's, it's like, yeah, when John Houston, rumor is, so there's two things. Either John Houston hit and run, drunk off his ass, kill, kill a guy. Um, or, and then, or his dad said, you need to take the fall for this. So Cary Grant doesn't. Mm. And so that's the two kind of like theories going out there. Needless to say, he's still like, he, he got off. Like he didn't like obviously go to jail or anything, but you know, killing someone when you're drunk driving was a different ball game back then. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that was just a slap on the Oh man, my huh? gosh. And cause John Houston was like, the premier writer because this is his first yeah, movie by then he was not a right in the public director guy right so he wouldn't have had like a face he wouldn't everyone would have known him even yep. though he was known in hollywood he wouldn't have been known like he was known after maltese falcon it wouldn't have ruined his image exactly or... right exactly right which is crazy because he yeah so uh. yeah the rumor the rumor was that it really was clark gable and then yeah Wait, Either Clark is, Gable or Cary Grant? Oh, did I say Cary Grant? It's Clark Gable. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's yeah. That you, sounds more well, so familiar. Yeah, Clark Gable sounds well, more legit. What's interesting about that is, I think, and of course, I'm going to forget details. 
Okay. I don't think anyone really gave two hoots about drunk driving until there was a someone killed a mm-hmm. Hollywood actress or no okay. writer. She was a writer. Uh, gosh, what was this? No, this is the same story, dog. No, it's an actress. Um, because uh, he killed. Um, uh, who was it? It was the wife of actor Raoul Rulin. And she was famous too. She was Tosca Rulian. She she was like an actress. So I think this is that incident where it became like a bigger deal. I think I'm thinking of something different. Oh, okay. But Maybe I, you are. Maybe you are. But this one was certainly at the time. This one was a big it deal. Wasn't a he huge killed deal. another actor, or Clark Cable killed another actor. So it's just this crazy. And, and he was he just driving around the lot, and there were just actors in the way. <laughs> I or don't know. Just crazy. I don't know. What are but the chances he, I hit somebody? I Houston know. was already known for being like the guy who sleeps around and, and drinks around at that point as a writer. So like he was already this like playboy writer at that point. And then he was even more so when he became a director. <laughs> yeah. Which I had no, I really had no idea because it's like he. He didn't sleep with every actress he, he worked with, but a lot of them. So it's and just procreated ca- with enough people <laughs> that there's a lot of half sisters and brothers out there. Angelica's not alone. Let's put it that way. No. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, apparently, he and Mary were having a fling. During yeah, this movie. that's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. Okay, <laughs> uh, Mariah, how attractive is Humphrey Bogart? I honestly don't know. I, I love him in his roles. Casablanca is like, like my top five movie of all time. But is he attractive? More so in the Maltese Foul. I mean, oh, partially because it's yeah. younger. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's, I think he's a little more clever. I think he's a little sharper. Oh, he's so clever. It's he's, almost obnoxiously clever in this movie. I, are we going to talk about that? He seems to have everybody kind oh. of figured out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You know, it. Okay. He, he has something. Yeah, yeah. No, he definitely has an heir to him for you know, sure. He wouldn't have married somebody what thirty years younger than him if <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he wasn't didn't have a little something. Well, he wouldn't keep his role as a leading mm-hmm. Hollywood man if he didn't have something. So no, there's definitely something like there's an heir to him. I, I definitely acknowledge, but the, the you know the attractiveness. It's like some people are just like. You know he. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Okay. Okay. Because I I liked him in Sabrina, you know, and he was pretty old there. (laughs) That's fair. Okay. So we, so Walter Houston, this is his first like green light to, to like direct, which is pretty cool. Um, And apparently this story was one that people have tried to do before, but they just didn't do well. Yeah. Yeah, There was two other versions. That's crazy. One in the same name. I don't know if one of them was bad or if it was just so close to the book that they included things that really shocked people. Oh, is the book like way sketchier? sketchier? There's two. They're more open about drinking and sex and homosexuality. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That would have been big dudes back then. Yeah. It was just followed a little too closely. So they... They did release it eventually, but it was like two years <clears throat> after I think they'd made hmm. it. Interesting. And it was kind of blackballed. People were like, no, don't, don't yeah, yeah, watch yeah. this. We're not promoting it. Right. Because it's all post uh, Hayes codes and all that. So mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. So that that was, yeah, Houston's first film. Okay. Here's the part. I, I couldn't find much information about this guy, but it was fascinating to me is the cinematographer. 
He's also <clears throat> the same cinematographer who the next year did Casablanca. He's also the same cinematographer who did Frankenstein. He's also the same cinematographer oh, who did All Quiet on the Western Front and The Thief of Baghdad. And before that, he has a crap ton of silent films that he did. Mm-hmm. So this whole, like, uh, this whole Humphrey, like, I was, I kept thinking, like, this, and this is where I always have the conversation, like, how important is the director versus the cinematographer? <laughs> because, well, yeah, that's what's, what's interesting, too, is because this one, because it was Houston's first yeah. movie, he storyboarded out the entire thing, like, basically in, in the script. Mm-hmm. And Which so they did not do. No, no one had done that. No, don't have at, no, at no that one, time. No right. really did that. Now um, it's like I think standard fare. Kind of, you know, kind of did and spilled. I, I think there's actually still very few directors who do it that in depth. And I don't oh, think he sure. even did it that much afterward. Right. But because it was his first one, um, he wanted to do it. So, you know, there's scenes set up, obviously, that the director is going to do. The, the director of photography... Uh, sorry, DOP baby. Yeah, they're gonna do lighting, mm-hmm. right? Well, the lighting is all of them, and then um, some camera angles. I did read okay. some stuff where he was definitely, you know, low angle, or you know, they have to figure out some of the logistics of like that, you know, yes. seven minute shot and stuff. Right. But in theory, the director is coming up with the ideas of each of the shots so and the, the director of photography is making sure you can actually see what you're looking at and adds mood and i would argue it depends on the director because some director sure. some directors are totally hands-off they don't care what let like which length of lens you use they don't care like yes it's like the dp does but i think all, if you look right? at the traditional role sure it's, it's oh that's a good question i don't know meant to, meant to split that that way right but right if, if, if roger deacon's your cinematographer you exactly right you let him do what he wants right possible. and 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 you kind of and that's what i think and that's what i wonder though because with the arthur edison like he's like he's one of those like guys that like started the biz like he's so og and he's he's already been in that like he's at the end of his career by the time he films Maltese falcon and this is literally john houston's first one so I'm curious yeah. to see how much he'd worked with. Is it Billy William Houston, his dad? Oh, that's a good question. I'm wondering if he'd worked with him before, or he, <clears throat> or he'd been the cinematographer in one of the, the movies that he'd written, mm. before directing, or maybe maybe they'd already had a. I did not deep dive that, but I don't think there's nothing. Doesn't seem to be that connection. Well, let's make it up. But his dad let's was in. You know, his dad had been in stuff before. yeah tons of stuff so. um that'd be a good question he's the things he's known to be for continued on that subject. well it's hard it's hard because he started in 1940 the the, the um, cinematographer started in like 1914 mm-hmm. and so then when he started doing he was like one of the first guys to film sound outside of a sound stage right he's the first one to try that and he was like so mm-hmm. so it yeah. might have been just it's your first direction right and let's pick some seasoned cinema- cinematographer. Uh, they yeah. didn't, and it was yes. a B movie budget. They didn't have a lot That's of faith true. that it was going to go call. well. So they were like, "He's <laughs> on his way out. He's really." Getting- um, there's definitely a movie know. he did in 1921 called "Girls Gone Wild." That is really funny. <laughs> How it, wild! It's a hey, musical. I I know we're not a research pod, but the research team no, our did research come team. up 
Oh, what they get? Oh, with the the writer. So in, in 1949, mm-hmm. uh, Peggy Mitchell Marsh, the okay. writer of Gone with the Wind, ooh, America's sweetheart, was killed by an off-duty uh, taxi oh, member drinking. Nice and work. That kind of launched into off-duty police you know, officer too. Like, hey, oh, maybe, what a what a maybe people oh. shouldn't drink and drive. Yeah, and, but that wasn't until 1949. Wow. So, so somebody was... very famous at the height of her, you know, kind of powers, more or less. Yeah. Everybody um, ran over by her. a police you know, officer. Out. Oh. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that's some big doings. Nice job, research team. That, that would we definitely need... start some stuff. We need to. Yeah, but pre that, I think it was like, ah, that's unfortunate. That, you know? that is unfortunate. Oh, what a Accidents mess. Accidents happen. Kind yeah. of thing. Oh, also, just another side note. Um, the first. Uh, movie where john wayne was a star was also with the cinematographer from this movie oh. big, 1930 big trail good night john wayne is old he well, was old dead. well he was old but, <laughs> but <laughs> he was he's old, old when he, all those movies he did he, he was old aging at one point <laughs> <laughs> did he i think he's still aging oh whatever he worked that. a real long time though he worked a real long time Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of older dudes that people thought were attractive, yeah, for real. But I, you know, to to not deviate too far from the cinematography conversation, sure. The lighting, oh, very cool. I love very the harsh cool. shadows. Yeah, even, which... even some where I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty extreme." Like Archer yeah. and Spade on the floor in the room. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you're like, "That's a bold choice." But when, uh, I mean. It, the fact that this was generating all the stuff that you know Looney Tunes and oh, hundred percent. Oh, it felt so kind of much like every from a lighting oh. standpoint. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Um, oh, fantastic. especially like you know when she's at the end and she's getting in the elevator and oh you know, my you just see the the grates on yep. her face. Like the grates on the, the face is so great. Super cool. Oh, it's so great. No pun intended. Yeah, um, and that that's one of those things I felt like held up. There was mm-hmm. definitely some things, uh, like I don't know if the script supervisor existed yet, but there's a <laughs> shot early where Humphrey Bogart is like leaned forward That's as great. Uh, you know O'Shaughnessy's telling her first lie, and then the you know cut to another angle yes. and he's leaning like, back in his chair. It's like awkwardly, said, yep. Hey, hey, you moved, hey, you moved wait a quick. So there's some you. you know craft stuff that I thought, oh, okay, that didn't age as well. Yeah. Uh, oh, but sure. still visually Keep up um, pretty good. And I wouldn't say it's it's framing was as good as Seven Samurai, but the lighting held up. Oh, yeah. the, no, the lighting is like still standard. Also, what's standard in this movie is the way that you don't know what the camera's doing. The, the goal of the cinematographer is to not be noticed. And that kind of set the stage, which is still true today. So like you never break the 180 rule. You never break, which is like oh yeah, it's very clean, very clean, and that's and that's he's kind of the the standard for that. So the these movies, these are like laying the groundwork for all of Hollywood. So it's it's hard because it's like oh well yeah that's why you do it like yeah but these guys like this is the laying the groundwork for it. Like oh okay that makes sense now. So yeah that's that's kind of another thing that's crazy too. Like we just assume that's how all movies were shot, but the way they were. No, over left over film over noir. Right. yeah and this is well this is the first like major studio film noir right right 
Exactly right. But this is yeah, th- that's the crazy thing. Like this is this is the this is the example for the genre. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to even think. Like it feels so like I don't want to say cartoonish, but because of Animaniacs and all these other. I know, but now that you said it, you can't unsay it because now all the slapping, all the all of it. Oh, it's so good. Hey, get, so a good. get a hold of yourself. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you it, know, a, a, a woman showing emotion, you just shake her a little bit, right? <laughs> Settle down. You go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I know your husband's dead, but get out of here. <laughs> oh. Remind me to stop sleeping with my partner's wife. Yeah. Right? That was was a messy side story that we didn't get a lot of. No, well, that's the thing. It it did, it did, now that you say that the book was way more scandalous, it makes way more sense. I'm like, that's a super scandalous side storyline. They're just kind of like, whatever. (laughs) They might have given Iva a little bit more in the book. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My understanding was, you know, there was already some talk of, you know the the partnership falling out and you know all right. this is adding up but in the movie right we get like they seem hunky-dory although both you know lecherous dudes yeah um but then he's like he's dead all right if he take his name off the wall and keep that <laughs> wife out of here right. yeah and get her away from me and you're like, i thought Whoa. i told you to keep her busy yeah because that secretary like, knew exactly what was going on yeah yeah, it took a little bit to be like, I guess they didn't like each other all that much. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, that. Uh, I did love, in, in, I think the, the other thing this probably didn't establish, of course, but the the kind of over-the-top characters, like Peter Lorre and Green oh, Street, so and of great. course just Humphrey Bogart. Wasn't this like, Peter Lorre's first movie? Stone? Like his first like big movie? Because he's Sydney Green Green Street's Street's first first movie. Oh, that's right. Fat Man. He had been like a stage actor or something before that. Right, right, right. But I loved how specific they were. Right, Mm -hmm. like nobody was. Nobody was was going for natural. I don't know. They all. It was like big character choices that I loved. Like Green Street, his whole thing. Seth, you know the meme. Uh, you know, I'm a man who likes to talk to. Oh, man that I love that line so much. I'm like, that should be our podcast title. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to change how to be movie snob to "I'm a man." Oh, it's just so good. He it, likes to talk to me. It was so, and he just the complimenting. Oh, you're such a character. Yeah, and just how quick they all were. So, yeah. All that was like fantastic. Oh, well, you know the the one I. It's honestly, it's kind of a boring movie if you didn't hear the dialogue. Nothing happens. It's they're just all dialogue. They're just in it's rooms talking. They're just in couple, rooms talking. A couple slap of hands and oh, disarming guns. The yeah, amount of disarming yeah, barely. Guns. All the oh. murders. <laughs> all the murders happen off screen. Yeah, basically. Thursby, you never yeah. see. Yeah. Nobody it, knows who no. Thursby was. No, exactly right. It's no. just dead. You're like, we don't have budget for one more guy to show in one scene. We'll yeah. give him a name, but he doesn't get a part. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. What even like? But when he calls, there's a lot of phone calls. Of a lot of phone happening. calls. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's like, call. hey, did you? You know, he turns them all in. Hey, did you get them? And they just walk into the room. You know, twenty minutes later. Yeah. yeah. That was probably some scene. Evidence. Look at. Evidence of the budget. Evidence of the budget. But again, like, but you. It, but it was fine. 
No, but it, not only was right. it fine, no, it did was so well with nonstop no con- action, quote unquote, because there's no action at all. Yeah. But it felt like you were just constantly going. Like I was not bored for a second on this one. No, there was no like well, waiting. Yeah, it was all- oh, it was just go go go. Like so, it felt like it was- movement, yeah. constant. Yes, it was mind games, and as the audience, we're trying to figure out, like, okay, what's the plan? You know, like oh, yeah. Sam Spade. Does he like, have oh, a plan? Why is he getting all? Why is he getting all angry? And he's smashing the glass. And he walks out and he smirks. And you're like, "What are you up to, Sam? Like, what is? Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> what, is you, what are you up to, Sam? Yeah. No, We're sitting down in the hotel lobby and right. He's good. Oh, it's so. And and there are a whole lot. Yeah. No, it was very fast paced, which is great. And it was. Uh, I mean, compared to Seven Samurai, it's only what runtime hour, <laughs> hour forty. Gosh, what is it? Or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was refreshing. Oh, so I 101 minutes. That's crazy. And so I also watched um, a couple of the Johnny Houston movies, including his World his World War II movie, and then I watched a little bit of um, Sierra uh, Treasure Treasure of Sierra, Sierra, Sierra Mander. And I was like, okay, but it still feels a lot, because especially it's, it's Bogart again too, which is super weird like that that connection but it does feel like this is such a uh a fun the funness of like this innocence of like oh i'm i'm just a i'm just a fun like i'm just do whatever right now this is let's just make it happen and just get crazy dialogue and just go yeah i i i thought it was it was it's, it was somehow it was still refreshing to watch it it wasn't like as as cartoonish as it's been become it was still a very, honestly, a fun watch, a very yeah. refreshing watch. So I felt like, oh, this this isn't this isn't too bad. Like this still feels like a, like a very doable, watchable thing. You know, this is a terrible comparison. Much like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Are you gonna get into the fast talking? Yeah. No, honestly, like yeah. there, where it's so. Quite quick talking and clever mm-hmm. that it's like oh, but even more so than Gilmore Girls. <laughs> dare I say it better than Gilmore Girls? What? 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 And then that it's the plot driving, figuring out what the plot actually is. Mm-hmm. Not even driving, but just figuring out what the plot is. Right. <laughs> That's half the well, game. Yeah, here. I mean, there's there's so many like neo noir things, right? Like mm. the two the two more recent examples that I really like is like Kiss Kick. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you know, Shane nice. Black. Oh, and he's done a it. few things like uh, The Nice Guys, the sort of like, right. That's funny. you know, semi-hapless, semi-clever detectives just figuring out what the hell is all this. Because mm-hmm. Sam Spade was never really ahead of anything, right? He just No, was, he just played well. He was just, he was just figuring, figuring it out. And how it was going to benefit him. Dude, he's a Patrick, yeah, Mah- Patrick Mahomes of, of uh, <laughs> film noir, baby. <laughs> yeah. Just thinks on his feet. And then... Um, you know the other one, Brick, uh, Ryan Johnson's <laughs> that's, high school. That's great. Straight noir is <laughs> is like, yep, it's just this oh, that's great. Funny. Like it. Anyway, it it's so cool seeing how people have updated it without actually updating anything, and how that works. Yeah. Right. Like you can just literally seriously have high schoolers do a, you know, Maltese Falcon. Well, and the ensemble, the ensemble cast too, I felt like Mm -hmm. in this, everybody had a 
pretty significant piece of the story. Oh, and they like, all held their Wil- own. Wilmer. I oh. loved Wilmer. Oh, man. <laughs> At the beginning, I was like, oh, shot. that guy, that poor guy. And then I'm like, he's great. And then I re- when he's, found out. He's at the, like trembling. Yeah. 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 Yes. That was like, ooh, he's acting. Yeah. There's some acting happening. Yeah. And then I found out in the book, he comes back and kills Casper Gutman. Mm. It's not that they just go to jail. He kills them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, that was. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. He two guns. <laughs> he's, he's holding them the whole time. Exactly Doesn't right. get to use them. Doesn't do a dang thing. No, it Just was listening to people say, let's have him take the fall. <laughs> right. I was so confused. I'm like, why doesn't he just murder everyone in the room? <laughs> this well, is the, in the dumbest book, thing I've ever seen. In the seen. book, he at least gets one of them. I was so confused by that uh, whole situation. He got, he got punched in the neck, so he had to sleep the whole time. It was, that was a dumb. I was like, okay, just move the plot <laughs> the, along. The ease in which people are knocked unconscious by a, oh, yeah. you know, <sighs> a, quick, a quick jab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then also Sam Spade's willingness to turn over fully loaded guns constantly, constantly to the people who just stuck him up. Yeah, doesn't, like hey, hey, he doesn't like you guns. Know, don't pull this. Doesn't gun like guns. Ah, you pulled it up. Uh, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a gun at home. Yeah, yeah take a break. Like I was sure when he gave the gun back to Cairo. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. he knocked Cairo out, and he's like, "Can I have my gun back?" By the he way, calling the guy on. Cairo is a lazy name. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. Joel. Joel, Joel, JC. Let's call him JC. Uh, <laughs> I for sure thought because in a modern movie he would have like you know emptied the mag or something, right? Mm-hmm. The gun would have been useless and he'd been like, "Nice try," but it's like, nope, fully loaded gun. Yeah, he ended up searching the thing anyway. It was like, what? Yeah, yeah which kind of got me on? into like, oh, Sam Spade's like, he's not overly clever. Or no, he just—he right? also let himself get drugged. There's, there's kind of a, a nice. Yeah. He's pretty cavalier. Yeah. Just oh, this you know, is it's, happening. It's not a, it's not an Agatha Christie, Poirot mm. situation. Right. Yeah. You know, it gets messy. Same with Cairo, though. He's checking back into the hotel after a night in the police station, getting questioned, and he comes up behind him, and he's like, oh. How's it go? And he's just like, I don't feel like talking to you or like, I'm not going yeah, anywhere. Like, like okay. he didn't react like he wasn't jumpy. He was just like, oh, oh no, not They're you again. Yeah. Like I didn't really yeah. like talking to you in a room. I'm not going to do it again. And so funny. <laughs> so I think that was another fun element was like the gentlemanly mm-hmm. or the classy yes. way these criminals kind of handled each other. Like they get rough when they have to. Yeah. But in general, they're willing to just talk it out and, and make Gutman, a deal. I thought that was charming. Yeah, 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 Gutman chuckling and oh, I like it when people say that or oh, I appreciate, uh, yeah. I appreciate you. His and, his 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 a uh, man love for uh, Sam Spade was a little yeah. over the top. You, oh, he you're a character. To, you're a character. I was testing you, kept you. Saying. Yeah. you passed the test, my good sir. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, you just my good and you're like I just you just palmed a dog. What do you mean? You just stole money. <laughs> what do you mean testing you? Freaking also, easy. I mean, again, like to to give the film a hard time. What was that? <laughs> like one more Oh, one more trick. Like oh, Here we Mary, go. Here you know, we go. or you know, O'Shaughnessy. What was her first name? Bridget. Bridget, yeah. Yeah, like you couldn't help yourself you stole, you know, $1000 or something. Hilarious. And it was like, no, he palmed it like 
there was just one little moment of tension while they have to wait for this and then, to show. and then her shaking her head at him like no this is the one time i'm telling the truth in the whole film and he believes her right then and there right. just yeah. to, like oh like that's pretty risky to believe her after all the rubbish she's thrown yeah. at you. You know what it reminds me of is the original femme fatale is Samson and Delilah. Every time Delilah would sail, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I thought you were gonna say Gilmore Girls again. Oh uh, no, no, I'm, go I'm going biblical. This reminds me of the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I uh, see. I can pretend I actually have like legit things like historical <laughs> things or like you know actual <laughs> cultural things come on no, now no, that's an old story you can tell this i can story. okay yes but that's like the like you know i always I'm like why is samson such an idiot and that's how he felt about sam spade <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, god and then there was you know the question of love you know that question I guess mark yeah to, like, oh that would seem like, like a lot i thought they were just playing love? each other i was so confused yes. about that i'm like yeah. what angle I, that, are they going on that kind of made me frown upon like if she had you know just gone stone-faced or something after kind of pleading to be like yeah i was never in love with you this was just one last chance right? to try and like save myself and then i wanted to be like oh you're yeah. the greatest exactly and sam like, oh, to do the same really thing loved him? I wanted them both to be like, yeah, we were just playing each other. Like it, it felt like two super flirty yeah, people. Like, like you know, we're just playing the game. And now. it was just a too short and strange a relationship to be like, no, you don't. Yeah. No, oh gosh, yes. it was bizarre. You like, offered yourself essentially in payment if the money wasn't enough. Then you kiss, and apparently <laughs> you're in love from there on out. So good. Okay. Next question. The Pat. book. The book might have given away. Uh, you how write, did you write questions? Oh, for please. Us, I don't know what the end of my sentence is going to be. You a, There's no way I wrote on questions. Host? <laughs> how hot is Mary Astor? Oh, when when Iva said she's a knockout, I had higher expectations. Yeah, me too. Like, I was worried about know, that. I'm like, I I'm actually say, looking, I'm like, I'm like going through her history of filmography. I'm the, like, the movie right I now? know her best from is meet me in st louis is she and she's the mother <laughs> so her being in this just make me keep thinking of her being the mother of all of these you know mm -hmm. marriage aged women and now first of all don't get me wrong i think she killed it at this part like freaking love yeah, oh, she's great she was wonderful but being the hot the hot femme fatale please attractive. she's not the hot right, femme like fatale it, yeah. That's yeah, what I was kind of confused about. I'm like, was... the secretary had her right. beat, y'all. Come on. Anyways, yeah. I was just very confused by the whole. I'm like, is this. I mean, she looks like, you know, a woman. Yeah. And you're like, that's fine. <laughs> that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, to go in the Humphrey Bogart catalog, it wasn't Lauren Bacall walking through the door. No. <laughs> well, and. But she was great. And I and Humphrey to, Bogart to... is no Brad Pitt. Like, let's be real here. No. Like, also, that's, that's the yeah. other thing which helps. Like, if he was if he was if he was Clark Gable, it'd be more awkward. Trickier. It'd be trickier. But it's Humphrey Bogart. I think it was just it was just she would have been the secretary the if it had been set up. <laughs> yeah. By the way, right? Yeah. Oh, anyways, that's yeah. But okay. Now we're gonna get, we're gonna get a lot of. Uh, Hey, Mary Astor fans. I know Mary Astor fans are gonna, yeah. gonna and I come after us. Ah, come, fight and me. Wonderful actress. Oh, but, she uh, killed it. 
you know. Oh man, Peter. By the way, I'm uh, gonna, I better I better stop talking about. Yeah, it. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump to Peter Laurie. <laughs> uh, Peter Laurie apparently still is like a Hungarian actor before he came to America, mm-hmm. and he left Germany when Adolf Hitler became in power. Like, yes. so he's seen some things. There's a long list of actors that bailed or at least went to Switzerland or at least went somewhere else. Apparently, what he's known for is the M. The first, he was the murder dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was that movie called? M. Oh, but but it was like one of the first times where it was like a serial killer going after young women and he played that character. Ew, M. It's just called, it's that, just called right? M. It's just called M. It's just and called I M. think it's on one of the lists of, you know, you oh should see gosh. this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it looks, and it's, because it's, it's, a, is it a, it's oh, German, it's a right? Is it a talkie? Yeah, it's a it's not a talkie. Oh, is it silent? Oh, I think no it wonder. might be silent. Yeah, I think you're right. It came out in 1931. Oh my gosh, mm. 30, and it's German, of course. So, yeah, yeah. that's going to have to be on the list. A film de Niro. I assume that means like a dark film. Wow. Yeah, but no, anyway, he is. I really enjoy. He it. is great. I think kind of everybody in this felt like they could be in a Bond movie. Ooh, good one. Ooh, yeah, good one. For sure, he should have been in a Bond. Movie. Oh yeah, but because the, they all were such great characters, he probably would have yes, been pretty. All like, of them were such great characters. Yeah. They could. They He's could all own. talk oh. about their evil plan and. Have quippy give and take with a bond, and it and doesn't it get in the way of the other character. That was not a nice the thing lieutenants about it. to me, not the police officers. No. They uh, should they have been in Perry. The they were Perry Mason caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The DA was pretty. Weak the sauce. DA was pretty bad. They were funny. Um, I'd seen them in love. I'd seen them in stuff though. I mean, I recognized. Yeah, they have interesting kind of Dick Tracy faces. The, yeah. the detectives for sure. Yeah. But the DA. That scene actually was great, although I didn't like the acting of the DA. When he's going off and he turns to the stenographer, who's doing it by hand, which I thought was interesting. He's like, did you get all that? And the guy's like, yeah, I got it. Right. I was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, well, oh, I just yeah. got like, yeah, good for you. Like, you're good at your job. He's it's like, like I haven't, I haven't just, missed a thing. A funny aside. Yeah. In in this movie, it was like what a good little joke. That's true. I forgot that part. That was pretty clever. Okay, so this uh, let's go back to film noir. Like, I was having trouble like even coming dark film. Yeah, black film. right. Forties and fifties is yes. what is considered film noir. And, and this, seeing as this is forty one, it's it really is. It like really was kicking it the off. beginning of like the the golden age of film noir. Mm-hmm. Um. But it comes from like literature before that. It comes from that hard, like the 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 um, prohibition, like cop who turns out to be the one who's dealing mm-hmm. alcohol in the end. It's mm-hmm. it's oh it's the antihero. Yeah. So is this like the yes. beginning of the antihero uh, movement? I guess cynical but, attitudes and motivation. Ooh, good one. Read that. Read that Wikipedia page. Yeah. I wrote it down. Oh, way to go. You did write like, it down. I way want a go. definition for film noir. I don't want like, just yeah, yeah, that, yeah. oh, this is so film noir. I right. want to know what they think it is. Cynical yeah. attitudes and motivations. That's what I kind of was like. Oh, that's very Humphrey Bogart. Oh, it's perfect. Cynical. I think well, yeah, it's so. Right. Every, like it, There's not happy endings. There's not like people are gray. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. It's not black and white. Is is Wes Anderson 
film noir because they're cynical as hell. Um, but they're also quirky. So that's not film I think noir. The other thing associated with film noir was the black and white. Black and white. Yeah. Shadow. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Because sure. they were saying, what is it? Neo noir was what they considered after oh, that. Right. And that, yes. that movie. So you can still oh, have like the hard nosed detective story. Yeah, yeah. You know, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That's neo noir. Uh, yeah. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Obviously. Clearly. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Neo noir. Clearly. Clearly. I would. You guys act like that's a joke. I think that's. No, it's not. It yeah. is. It is. It is literally a cartoon well, yeah. caricature of film noir. This yes. is it's yeah. literally the cartoon. It's Warner Brothers. It's, it's the same freaking studio. Smack, smack, <laughs> smack. Get out of here. What are you looking oh, at? Oh, it's so good. No, that's the crazy thing. Between Animaniacs and Roger Rabbit, no wonder we, we, we find this movie like. Yeah. Joel I, Cairo and Wilmer Cook. <laughs> should have their very own characters they should be animated i mean they kind of have animated joel oh yeah no and peter lorry several times i literally want to go back and watch all the animaniacs now because i didn't get any of the references when i was Mm -hmm. you know in like (laughs) yeah yeah, like from aladdin from Mm -hmm. aladdin i have seen I can't bring people back from the the dead. dead. (laughs) It's not a pretty sight. Don't make me do it. it. (laughs) I have seen so many Peter Lorre cartoon Mm -hmm. uh, interpretations that I I was like, I don't know who this person is. Exactly right. I had no clue. I had no concept. But yeah, like. He's he hangs out with Daffy and yeah, <laughs> and I w- now I want to go back and see him as a murderer in M. M. I know, freaking Fritz Long. That's the crazy thing about this. Uh, cartoons are movie snobs. Mm. Uh, if you can get oh, all sure. the references from a Warner Brothers cartoons, you, my friend, are a movie snob, which is hilarious. Oh, I have a little side story about this. So I had a buddy who's from Japan, blonde haired, blue eyes, lived in Japan his whole Sounds life. Sounds like a lie. Right? Sounds like a lie already, right? Is he in a band? No. He Is was, he your friend, really? He was from a, he was from a missionary family. Are they Let's a be popular honest. band yeah. right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is Lip Biscuit still popular? <laughs> oh, he's not Japanese. Okay. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, no. And so I asked him. Because then he went to college in the United States. I'm like, dude, the culture shock must have been crazy. Because it's worse because you are you don't look Japanese. <laughs> I mean, no offense, buddy. Uh, but he's like, you know what I did? I, list- I watched the last five seasons of The Simpsons mm. and figured out what all the references were. Because all American culture is, is Good cultural call. references. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like, you son of a... <laughs> you're not wrong. No. And it was, and I'd say even. But more, I'd also throw in Family Guy, and. But see, this is a he's South Park. A, it's a little older, so it was like mm-hmm. Family Guy and South Park were finally, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's too hard because there's just too many references. It's like, oh, are you a TikTok? Or oh, now a, if I listen, now oh, if I watch worst. it, I kind of feel stupid. I'm like, oh no, I don't know what they're saying. I don't know anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's current event. It's, oh. it's hard work. Oh, I can't watch no. SNL because I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But that's that's the crazy part, though. But for for us growing up, like in the '90s, they were referencing all these '40s and '50s movies. That was just nutty to me. 
<laughs> do you yes. guys remember? Do you guys remember the movie? Uh, I mean, the, the cartoon Eek the Cat. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. such a weird cartoon. I remember they had a whole episode that was based on the Clockwork Orange. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> it's like, well, definitely. I mean, there'd be some kind of like taping somebody's eyeballs open. <laughs> oh man, it was so like they when might I have skipped the beginning. When I realized what was going down, I'm like. <laughs> That, how do they get away with that? That's yeah. so oh good. My goodness. Oh, it's so brilliant. And I think that was Warner the name Brothers of that as well. Is a, a shark work orange. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even subtle. Yeah. This is exactly <laughs> what you think it is. That's well, so you this is super inappropriate. <laughs> Here we go. As a a writer in like the 90s and you gotta come up with something you're like the kids aren't gonna know what this is no. oh my gosh like, i'll just make i'll just make oh. a, an episode based off that yeah Let, let's not get started on a list we of things we watched in the 80s and 90s that were extremely inappropriate for us well that's the crazy but part but luckily over our heads till we were old enough to realize oh it. totally oh totally and and it's everything's so not everything's so much more sanitized now like you you know it, it's the opposite of when we were kids when we were kids you'd go to the movies to see the, like the 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 super like controversial sexual cussing whatever it is now you just go to netflix or prime or freaking hbo whatever the new show is and it's the most you know controversial mm-hmm. but all the movies now have to appeal to so many broad audiences yeah they're like tv shows of the 80s and 90s and have a very long disclaimer yeah. at the beginning of them <laughs> especially all the ones on disney willow oh my gosh aladdin and yeah they're get, getting rid like, of uh just so you know Flash mountain by the be. way yeah which isn't which but they're keeping the the like the the physical parts of it they're just changing the you know characters, characters. i think it's gonna be uh not song princess of and the, the frog, frog or yeah something. princess and the frog exactly right i mean honestly it was, like even when when a splash mountain came out none of us seen song of the south none of us do you know anyone uh, who saw it? you saw it yeah i've probably seen it well yeah you guys Mariah was really into that stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah the darker yeah. side of the wonderful world of disney it was, side. It was still on was wonderful that... world of disney <laughs> was it really yeah for sure oh that's mighty white of you um anyways <laughs> Hey, if it was on Sunday evening, I was Oh, we didn't have cable. It. You guys had a yeah. freaking satellite dish bigger than our house, so that was different. Y'all, y'all had different access. There's to a lot of strange they might stuff. Have, they might have edited out some versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Sure, um, sure. But but I had no idea know, what it was. We definitely I had, would exist. But I had no idea what it was. Like I literally had like look up. It like, might have just been like the music and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because Zippity Doodah is dope. Like Zippity Doodah, that song is awesome. But the rest of it's like, I have no idea what's going on. What? Why are they in the South? What, I didn't even know that was the South. I just thought it was some cartoon world. Yeah. So yeah, it really is funny how when a, it was such a bad era of Disney during that time too. So it's just like yeah. a very forgettable time. But I was joking. I'm like, all the rides at Disney I liked are kind of crappy movies. <laughs> crappy. Like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was one of my favorites. And like then, I mean, Dumbo's but good. Wind but Wind in the Willows terrible. is a great story. It yeah. is, but it's not like, 
But Mr. Toad is just like it's not like Lion King esque or no, no, Pinocchio esque. No, no, no. You know what I mean? It's 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 definitely like B or C level Disney. Mm-hmm. And it's for that, in the, it's in the Xerox era. Which this is what, okay, but this is my thing. I'm like moments. all these great movies don't have good rides. That was always the weirdest thing to me. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's no 101 Dalmatians ride. Really? That's the movie you went with? Of all the great Disney movies, you went with 101 Dalmatians? (laughs) Well, and as you'll see when you go, Seth, the Little Mermaid one is pretty dumb. Yeah. What the heck? That literally started the the, The the revolution. The ride is me. Yeah. Those those movies have musicals. You can go watch the musicals. Yeah, and it's true. They they, they the musical and they're coming formats, out with live action. So. Yeah, they're awful. Or, yeah, they're you all can terrible. Just watch a billion versions of it. They're mm-hmm. all terrible. It's it's. I almost preferred the like Cinderella two straight to VHS to the live action. Like it's just <laughs> as bad. <laughs> Finn asked to watch Return uh, of Jafar tonight, and I said no. Yeah, <laughs> Is that the one without? Thing. Robin Williams, because mm-hmm. then he came back for the third one, right? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. get that far. And there's a huge disclaimer at the beginning of that movie. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's when a he was long, here, he wanted lengthy. to watch it. Yeah. And it said, you know, a lot of the attitudes and depictions <laughs> of characters <laughs> We're are culturally really inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, I think, oh my I, think um, I think Jim Alexander even plays... Uh, Yago or something in this second. Oh really? One. Yeah, it's Jason Alexander, not Jim. Sorry. No. Oh, Jason Alexander? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it's it not even George? George Stanza? Is in it, I believe. And, That's yeah. funny. There's some weird people that took Hey, over that you gotta get paid, one. man. You gotta get paid. No judgment the here. The songs are awful. Yeah, no, you gotta get paid. <laughs> oh so my how gosh. Does this all relate? I'm not sure. Uh, we went on a tangent. Well, it, film noir. Well, it really. Can't store it, 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 here's the here's the thing that I love about this. It's a freaking B movie that changed cinema, and I, what I love about this is it's just John Houston trying to do something he wants to do. And he did so well without yeah. the confidence of anybody. Right. It, well, he had the like, confidence. You're a great writer, but this, right. this movie's not going to be any good that you're directing. They're like, we're going to throw you a freaking bone. You can do what you want, but you yeah. only get this budget. So, But he got a freaking great cinematographer. The crazy part is like he got this like ace in the hole. Yeah. And he got Humphrey Bogart, which Humphrey wasn't Humphrey at that point, right? He was still pretty... He was newish. Well, um, what, what was yeah, he doing before that? Yeah, I think he'd that? been all right. Because it's not like he was a young buck. I think he was like no, he definitely wasn't. He's this. like 35, I think, in this. He did High Sierra before that. I guess that was kind of big. But none of the other movies I know. He hadn't been big for too long. No. Oh, dude, he started in Broadway. That's you know what I found really... interesting oh. is that Houston did not choose okay. for his first movie directing as one he wrote. He picked something that someone else wrote. Well... That's a good point since he's wrote, written so much. Because he was so successful writing other things. I wonder. He wasn't like this, I really want to direct. He I, just was like, I want to direct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and, that's really smart. And he picked one honest. that had already failed twice. Well, he did. I mean, he did the screenplay. Yeah. Well, sure. But that's like, he didn't pull it from scratch or anything. No. So. Well, sure. It's not It's not an original okay, screenplay. Okay. I am looking at. Screenplay. Have you guys seen the picture on Wikipedia? Pull up the picture of Humphrey Bogart on Wikipedia. 
I'm changing my mind of how good he looks because that in 1940 Humphrey Bogart looks mm. real good. I mean, he doesn't look bad. Doesn't look bad. And Dude, he's wearing his fedora. He was in the. I'm into it. In the 1980, and then even this one of him in 1918 as a sailor. Like he was. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded weird. An attractive <laughs> seaman. Very attractive. I I think it's funny that. The character who doesn't like guns on the poster has is holding two guns. Two guns, mm-hmm. not I think, one. I think but that's pretty two. funny. Like, yeah, I wonder this if... is going to be action packed. Yeah, yep. I wonder if he was like, "Does this make sense? Has he read it yet?" I don't think he cares. I'm pretty. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I in my imagination, Humphrey Bogart is so drunk on every set. That's just how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, somehow the, still cool. There, are, there are a couple things. Well, one. It's really interesting to me watching movies from a modern lens because I was thinking the end would be like, you know, oh, it's not real. The, you know, the Falcon's not real, but somehow Sam Spade knows it is real and he ends up with the real That's one. That's what I thought too. I Same thought they're going to be like, it's like nope, no, yeah. it's just a hunk of iron. Same thing and you're with like, this. Oh, yeah. Same thing with the significance of the wrappings and like the yeah, transport yeah, yeah. of it all. Like I thought maybe the secretary brought the fake and he had stashed yes, away kind of the real one. Cross. Yeah. Cause he was like, like, I no. want you to bring me that package. And yep. But I think it's Which because I guess is the yeah. film noir of it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, mm-hmm. that's not, no, not real a happy ending. Yeah. Like everyone kind of loses. Just wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, I, 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 was for sure thinking, uh, oh, he knows something they don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I no. did hope that. And that could have been just, you know, us living now and expecting those kinds of. Yeah, for twists. sure. And I think even though, you know, the ending is pretty harsh by most standards, other than our hero doesn't go to jail, right? Like, that's the only thing that happened positively. I guess bad guys yeah. got busted but he you know his partner's dead it was fake the girl he half likes, the people got murdered half the people are in yeah. prison yeah. i'm not sure you know how much money he actually made in the end because he turned over money to like the police like so it's like i don't know what he got out of all this but anyway just a good chuckle was... at the end of the day yeah oh i did love his super serious face to laughing and clapping that was also like pretty great <laughs> that's funny throughout the movie but the, the other little t- tidbit I read, speaking of Pranky, and what seems <laughs> insane to me on your first movie, was because, um, you know, the censors are like, or actually it wasn't the censors, I think it was the, you know, President Warner Brothers, like, Studio, don't have yeah. your characters smoke, because it will convince the audience that they should go have a smoke break, and they'll leave the theater. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. And, so they, and that's, everyone so smoked all smoked. the time. Yeah. I was thinking yes, that too. To I was point... like, this is excessive. <laughs> oh. Yes, no, they did it. They oh, did we're it watching Mad Men? Him. Yeah. And, and then by the end, he was like, no more smoking. And so they apparently <laughs> sh- were going to do the end scene when they're waiting for the Falcon to show up, not smoking. And John Houston was like, they have to smoke. This is crazy. Of course, they'll be smoking while they're waiting. Yeah. And this is the most the stressful and so, situation, and you want yeah. them to not so, smoke. Right. And so they'd overdone it throughout the entire rest of the movie to the point where you had to like go, no, please let me put it back in at the end because I really need it here. 
Hmm. But it's like on your first movie, the oh, whole cast so and everyone's like, ha ha, we're going to stick it to him, just smoke obscenely that's in every so shot. Funny. Mm-hmm. It, it did feel a little Mad Men-esque. I'm like, are we just... Well, and the amount of rolling cigarettes and the little pouch, it was like, what is... Like, I was so confused that first It is in scene. my face. I thought they were smoking. And the secretary um, just rolling them for him. Like, know, here's, your yeah. here's your pouch. Here's your pouch. Making him lick it, at least. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Uh, <laughs> Oh but yeah, right. that was like what a weird, what a weird thing. Again, your first directorial directorial opportunity, and you're gonna mess with the studio head because he said try not to have people smoke so much. Yeah, but <laughs> remember, insane to me. He's still. It's not like he's new to the system though. Like they they value him as a writer, so they can't just like write. For him sure, off. but that right. doesn't mean they're gonna give him another shot to direct. No. Of course, he came in. On time and under budget on this. Right, there we go. Storyboarding and everything. But it's still hilarious to me that you'd go, even just if you didn't think it was right for the movie, Pat, some the people, characters scene to scene, you'd be like, hey, yeah, go ahead, smoke. Some people are, are badasses, Pat, and some people aren't, right? I mean, you just gotta, <laughs> he's a, he's gotta know what like side you're I mean, on, he'll, dude. He'll, he'll drink and drive and kill people. And... <laughs> he'll kill an actress, you don't care. I was actors, oh my gosh. Uh, smoke on the movie. Oh. You know, I just read this. Sorry, um, I'm interrupting you. Yeah. But that Sydney Greenstreet was 61 and weighed between 280 and 350 pounds. Like a man. For his first film. That's 61 years old. Like a boss. A heart attack waiting to happen. Man, I that's dreams right there. That's like life goals. They also they needed to make custom chairs for him to sit in oh, he was so big yeah you know the good news is in 2023 the chairs weren't wide enough and and weren't strong enough to support his brain which is pretty crazy <laughs> also you guys should look at the list of actresses that were considered for the role and oh it's crazy oh really she was not Top. if you want to see a list of knockouts they're here where where is it it's on, on, the, on the wiki casting Oh yeah, they have that freaking love of Wikipedia, man. Including, including In- Lauren Bacall, pretty sure, right? Oh my gosh. Uh, no. Was uh, she wouldn't have been old enough? Was, was Ingrid on Mariah. there? Ingrid Bergman's Don't on the list. Oh my about. gosh, Ingrid Bergman would have been Geraldine great. Geraldine Fitzgerald, Paulette Goddard, Janet well, Gaynor, Olivia De Havilland. Wow, she would have been good. Not... Loretta Young. Mm. They were all considered. So, so, what's her name? I, I, I forget Aster's name. A- sorry, Mary. Mary. Sorry, Mary. Now they're really going to come after me I know, talking I about the list Mary of knockouts Aster. that they should. Well, <laughs> but the, but the well, at least it's you and not us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary Aster killed it in the part, though. So she did. She must she was have wonderful. been amazing since the other ones were arguably more attractive. And I what? think she, I think she was pretty popular, and I think she the made the transition. Yep. Yep, yep, she yep. was one she of the few that good. did it. So and she, she has was, a good voice. She has a great voice. So she was big box yes. office at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she sings. Well, that's you know, a, that's and, wow, this is a in St. Louis. Did oh yeah, this is a good list. Do you like Humphrey Bogart's voice is iconic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is it? Is it please? Like, would you have thought people would be like, "This guy is ready for talkies," or would you think, "Oh, it's kind of an odd voice"? I, I'm interested in that dynamic because some I people think can. It's, I think it had so much. Of course, 
I think it had so much character. I think the way he spoke. I think I he would. Yeah, it he wasn't just... like really high pitched or something. So wait, wait, wait. I, I'm... It, it's not. It's not like. It's not a deep, baritone smooth. You know, it's there's horse. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like a pretty voice, mm-hmm. right? But it's 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 an iconic voice again. I but I don't like. We I think that now, I'm curious. Now I just want to listen to it. Transition. Now I want to listen to it and not look at him. So Humphrey, so he did. I didn't even know he did silent films, which is embarrassing. But well, I don't know this. Oh, okay. but I'm just curious. In the time, you know, it's only he did. when that movie came out. Yeah, forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Yeah. So we're only what twelve years, thirteen years into Takis. Yeah, but thirteen years. And he man. wasn't. He wasn't a young man. Oh no, he was way older. He was born in 1899. Oh jeez. He was 42. Wow. Yeah, he wasn't young when this movie came. But out. No. okay, so he was still in Broadway though in the 30s. Mm. He might. He might have started in talkies, yo. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with with singing here. What mate? Uh, who's that amazing singer? Jacob Collier. Collier. He's like a perfect pitch and he can do crazy stuff. Anyways, he was saying what makes singers interesting is their imperfections. Not It's it's the part of their voice which is the weakest, which makes a singer interesting. Mm. And I would argue that could probably be the same thing about a person's voice. Because if someone sings perfectly, there's no personality. But if when someone's singing a note that's out of the range, that's when you start to get that some like the growl or the roll or the, you know, because they got to work at it, and it's not just a perfect tone. And arguably, Bogart's probably got that same thing going on. Like you don't want somebody who just sounds like he's reading the news. So imperfection. Oh, hundred percent. Right. So I assume even on the early talkies, because the early talkies was crazy though, because it's like that weird. Uh, the tone is such a high pitch compared to now. Yeah. So Humphrey Bogart would have been like a nice <laughs> breath of fresh air compared to the jazz jazz singer. I, I think my question was really like, did people understand that? You know, which of course they should have. They're all normal humans by then. But it was a weird time in entertainment right. still, right? Like everyone's make, figuring out as they go. Like, to me, that's actually, again, like, what's so modern about the movie is the character choices and and embracing kind of the weirdness and the quirkiness of everybody. Yeah, yeah that's nice. That I could I like that. see people not doing in in film when you want to make it, you know, Hollywood in quotes. So Isn't that weird? I feel that the embracing the weirdness seems to be what, what makes people stand out. It, it changes cinema it changes art form period from like oh you're going with the awkward feeling that people in real life try to avoid and you're zooming in <laughs> yeah all right how's this movie play in 2023 y'all how do we how do we say great yeah I loved it. Yeah, not bad. I mean, yeah. again, I think there's some some filmmaking age on it where you just go, ah, it was a weird cut or mm-hmm. these yeah, crossfades are really fast or weird. But um, I think as far as like story and 
certainly scene to scene. Oh yeah. There's there's so stuff good. that would hold up so well so good. in any modern movie and For you'd be sure. like this is amazing. And the, um, the I enjoyed cast it. was great. It's not going to be in yeah, it's not going to be in my top 10. I think that's one of those odd things where it's like this is like a 99% rotten tomatoes and it's like yeah. Well, you know the I problem mean, is Casablanca came out the next year mm-hmm. and it's literally a better Film noir, even though it's not even, I don't even know if it's technically a film noir, but it's it's the same freaking. Well, yeah, it still does. It's still black and white, and, and doesn't end up happy. It's oh, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I think that's the definition. The femme fatale, though, is a little bit more, is a little less uh, conniving. So right. With, what's the what's the more iconic line? Oh, here's uh, looking at you, kid. What dreams Jeez. are made of, or here's looking at you, Nothing. kid. Nothing. No, Casablanca. I loved what dreams are made of. I mean, I love Casablanca, oh, it's but fine, I but... think the quote, quote-wise. Oh, please. I like play Maltese it, Falcon. Play it again, Sam. Please. No. Doesn't, no, the it doesn't even compare. Beautiful friendship. No, no. And dreams I, are made issue, of. No, disagree. The issue with this, it's what dreams are made of, is right after the detective goes, huh? Exactly yeah. right. Exactly I have no idea right. what's happening. <laughs> no, it doesn't compare. Away from that moment. Like literally, like, the, just said nothing. The here's looking at you, kid. You how much more noir I am than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that I I literally think though the only thing this suffers from is having Casablanca the next year because yeah. Casablanca. Hmm, interesting. That's the only thing. That's Otherwise, the... you're like, oh, dude, oh yeah, no, this perfect. is the standard. For film There's noir. no modern problems when viewing this movie. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Okay, you shut your mouth now. If well, there's no problems, see the. Get a hold of yourself. Well, honestly, <laughs> that would be the point of it, though. Like, right? It, it, How it, else do you want me to pay you, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, above board. Seems legit. <laughs> Boy, she's a knockout. You want to see this one. No, you'll want to see her. You reminded me the. the... <laughs> The amount of like <laughs> arbitrary, ambiguous exchange of money in these things is crazy. Oh, that's like, funny. How about this much money? And they just kind of look at her and it's like, well, maybe this much more money. And then they're like, this is a lot of money. So good. And it's like, what? 200 yeah. bucks. Hell yeah. Also, don't they just have a cost? Yeah. Also, don't, don't things just cost things? Nope. Do we just have couple hundred dollar bills or thousand dollar bills lying around? No. Yeah, that'd be like, what's, oh, what's the inflation fact, on that apparently, joke? Apparently, um, they couldn't use real money mm-hmm. in these movies. And so those are like, well, well sorry, was, real American money. It was clearly it was not like, real uh, money. It was pesos, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thousand dollars. I, lo- I looked it up as well, Pat. <laughs> yeah. What and was that's that? like, because that doesn't exist. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Pretty funny. 100%. It, d- speaking of money, I've got one more fun fact. Ooh, I can't wait. From the research team just told me this. In 2013, okay, uh, one of the Maltese Falcons went for four million dollars. Damn. So in the end, it really was worth a lot of money. Well, yeah. Which one? <laughs> I get heavy one. Was it the first one? I the, there were fourth one. There were there were wait, wait, ones how many were there? Ceramic ones. Oh. Uh, there are two lead ones. Uh, oh, one apparently fell on Humphrey Bogart's foot. Ooh, that's got to be the big uh, one. I want that one. That's think, the moneymaker. I, I think that the dented one, I think that's the one Leonardo DiCaprio has. Yeah, probably. It's got a dent in it. And then there's another one. And then there are a couple like ceramic lightweight ones. 
Mm-hmm. But the heavy ones. Um, Those are the big money. I think ones. one Leo DiCaprio has, and another somebody paid four million dollars for. Wow, that's amazing. In 2013, so who knows what it's worth ten years later? Right. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going into a recession, so might might lose a couple bucks here, but other than that, yeah. hold on I'm to it. Impressed with our research team. Hold on to it, I guy. Am. I am. They're quick. Oh, side note, uh, Humphrey Bogart died when he was 57? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. He smoked oh, a lot wow. of cigarettes. And he... <laughs> and drank a lot of booze. And drank a lot of booze. <laughs> uh, and apparently he's married 20 times. Good night. There was a lot of marriages back then. But to Lauren Bacall for a while, right? The one that counted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's a knockout. She... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna want to talk to this one. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't marry Humphrey till he was old. He was yeah. old, yeah. Yeah, she so was like 25 years younger. Mm-hmm. She lived till 2014. Wow. She hung on. So did Olivia de Havilland. Wow. What was she? 102. But she only got married twice. Oh, but she got divorced in '69, so she was single from '69 to 2014. Oh. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I was very impressed with how easy it was to watch. Uh, like, this was a yeah, nice... This was a, this was a very nice break of, like, thinking, oh, okay, it's another old movie. It's pre-World War II. <laughs> Could be... And honestly, I I enjoyed it more than the the treasure of Sierra Madrid. Madre. Madre. Sierra Madre. Probably just because it's so awful pe- people he, he's just becoming so awful in that movie but i was like oh no this one's just i mean it's clever it was it's almost too clever sometimes i'm like okay it's like you're you get you're kind of enjoying yourself being so clever all the time which like, probably would like gilmore well. like gilmore girls like gilmore girls honestly that's the big, the big my <laughs> very, big hang up very gratuitous it's too much it's too much of a good thing too much yeah. of a good thing exactly right yeah but no i would i would definitely suggest this as like uh, standard watching for everything that you've ever known about uh, right. film noir and must see John Huston like oh, yeah. always see. start with that one yeah you got to yeah and he I has mean, such I think if you care yeah if you care at all about film and what things you know today it, it, to me it it slots right in with Seven Samurai mm-hmm. oh it, totally it it is the genesis of so many things you know and love yeah. yeah. And, and, it would be on my yeah. top 20 list for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. I think I don't, it would. 20, I, uh, not 10. It's hard. But 20. Top 50, no problem. Top 50, easy. We should start making a list uh, and we move should them start up making, and well, down as we go. Well, as we become movie snobs, y'all, we can be more yeah. more educated to make a good top 10 list. Because, yeah, yeah I don't that know. That gives me hives thinking about making a top 50 list. <laughs> right? I'm going to make a list and and at the end bump each time. Like Ooh, this one got bumped to this and this one got bumped to good. this cuz I feel like I'll make like a more okay. accurate assessment. Okay, y'all. So next, I'm going to make a list based next on what we've week, already seen. Next week we are not watching a movie. Oh. We are only talking about our lists, <laughs> our top 20 list. I'm not joking. I'm not oh, joking. No. Because, but don't we have to watch gosh. some to get a? No, good no, list? we have to do only the list of what we've seen. Oh, you, no. You've watched movies already, though, right? I've seen I've some. Seen. You've seen some things, <laughs> right? You've seen some things. I mean, most I recently, I watched, watched the movies. 
I've watched She's seen on this podcast. I yeah. watched Willow most recently. <laughs> I had introduced my six year old to it. Uh, are you watching the show too? Yeah, I started it. Is it good? Yeah. Nice. I hear not great I'm only two episodes. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. I don't know. Right. I heard Andor's good too. I have speaking of movies. Yeah, I, I hear Andor's good I, too. I, 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 I got a couple episodes in it. I bored. haven't watched one Star Wars thing outside of the franchise movies. Wow. Good for I you. I haven't even watched. Oh, I, I watched was, Solo. Solo's okay. But I didn't watch Rogue One. Rogue One's the best. That's Solo. what I hear. I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's the best it. one. Which I hear. Well, you got to watch Rogue One if you're going to watch Andor. Yeah, you can't watch Andor before Rogue One. Anyways. It's Is crazy it though. Podcast? I don't even know what about I don't this? even Sorry. know what Baby Yoda's <laughs> doing in nah, this Baby Grungor, whatever the hell his name is, pisses me off. Mandalorian is great. Mandalorian is great. The name oh, okay. is stupid though. Grogu. By the way, Lauren Bacall. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. Oh my gosh. I almost forgot this very important. Oh, I can't wait. This does pertain to the movie. What? Oh, we... John. Well, kind of. John Huston. Yeah. <laughs> Played uh-huh. the voice in Gandalf in the 1977 The Hobbit. Yes. The creepiest <laughs> movie of all time. He was in that and The Return of the King in 1980. He was the voice Dude, of Gandalf. He has a great voice, well, first of all. And he also was in Chinatown. Well, yeah. yes. See, that's yes. the one I know him from. Like, I didn't realize, because when I saw like all these John Houston stuff, I'm like, gosh, he looks familiar. Because I'd just seen Chinatown. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <clears throat> well, now I'd learned today that he's been scaring the crap out of me since I first saw The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> For good reason. He's a creeper. Oh, that movie. Oh my I got to rewatch that. Dude, that, he, he, had, he was like not uh, almost... Um, Oh, the aviator, the real aviator, not not Leonardo DiCaprio. Although Hughes. arguably Howard, Howard Hughes. Hughes, he was a Howard Hughes type person. Mm. Like he just he couldn't be happy in a relationship. He just slept around, and if he was married, he was cheating on him, and he was drinking. Like they they joked like on the set of African Queen, only him and Bogart didn't get like sick beyond. Like reason, he said that like, well, we were fifty percent alcohol at that point, so it mm. didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure uh, Houston was the one sleeping with uh, the main actress, not freaking Bogart. So like, yeah. it's it's a crazy thing. Like Houston was literally like toe to toe with the actors. Like he was the A lister actor. It's just a weird, yeah. He he was a Howard Hughes in a very it's weird, wild stuff, man. Weird, Speaking crazy of stuff. Directors. Just in the last couple of weeks, I listened to the James Cameron and then today or yesterday, mm. I listened to Steven Spielberg on Smartless and he told oh. a really good Harrison Ford story about uh, <laughs> Carrie when, Fisher or when what? the guy comes at him with the knives, the swords, oh, and then the he di- just shoots the him. Diarrhea story. Yeah, the yeah, diarrhea yeah, story. The diarrhea story. He's like, I'm so one. sick. You have one hour. Yeah. You have one hour. This. That's so good. No, that's that's the best. And they, they make fun of that in the new teaser. Shot him? Yeah. Because yeah. in the new one, he's like whipping around and they all have guns. That's mm-hmm. like a reverse making fun of that scene. Yeah, there's yeah. a fifth he, one. I'm excited. Yeah, well, the that fourth one sucked guy, ass. It's so. terrible. That poor guy practiced for weeks oh, for that I garden. Know, I know. And then there was no fight scene. But it was better wah, for them. Wah. It was fine, Barbie. though. I know. Poor guy. He looked dope, though. He looked up when he got shot. Uh, he did. I mean, he got a little intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. And now all of us movies, movie snobs, because we're we're becoming movie snobs, guys. Mm-hmm. Just for, just so you know. 
And is that what's happening? Yeah. This is this is this is how you become a movie star. We're like a solid seventeen percent. Yeah, yeah. We're getting up there. I mean, se- fill in I the mean, tank. Fill in I'm the not tank. gonna lie. Uh, I'm still sad I didn't ma- mention this, but now that I know what the reference for the bare naked lady song. <laughs> Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Just kidding, I don't make films. But if I did, they have a samurai. The fact that I know that, mm-hmm. I think, puts me up to at least 25, 27% of being a movie star. Because that That's is a dope line. You. Like Kurosawa a reference is a dope. It a, gives you so much cred. Yeah, Seven samurai is improving. Yes, for yeah. real. That's yeah. literally all movie snob is. It's like you get references more than. than well, you know. and really, like the fact that I now know. You know, more like I should know more about Peter Laurie, but I don't. And yeah. so, but I have seen many versions of him in a cartoon. Yeah, exactly his, right. His big eyes. Oh, the and, Peter Laurie in Dragon. Oh, it makes yeah. so much sense now. Yeah. Oh, anyways. Is M on the list on the board? No, it's not. Oh. oh no, we it is. We talked about okay. M a couple of times. Okay. But we we went to English speaking films because yeah. M's a German we're speaking a film. Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably going back to Pat. Um, do you have a recommendation? Oh, Pat. What's what's the next on your list? We we have a we we're literally have a boss. list. We're not the boss of you. Well, first of all, we are. But second of all, <laughs> get but used if you have to a it. suggestion, Pat, you've been we the, might take it. In you've it. been the Sorry. boss too long. Get used to this, baby. <laughs> Well, it's gotta be it's gotta be old movies, right? I know it's just Any new stuff we haven't amazing seen. Amazing movies. The problem is we've seen so many modern stuff that we just haven't gone there. So, like you know, we went we we did Kubrick, mm-hmm. the Kubrick movie that none of us saw. Yeah, Seth hasn't seen The maybe, Shining. I haven't seen The Shining, which is embarrassing. Oh, I see The Shining. I know. Maybe we do. Maybe we do our yeah. M right there. I see. And do start. our top twenty. For and next um, if yeah. there's any I, like. Two of us haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Ooh, it. there we go. Yeah, if, that if there's, will, that's that a great will get one. Us there. Yeah. So the homework. There's uh, homework. The homework is we have to have a top twenty list. Okay. And it has to be. Ugh. And so, okay, what's this? We got. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have standards, though. We get. We got to have like a like a, a, a. So it has to be a influential, right? Oh. It, it can't. Do I need to write this down? It can't just can be it like me. Well, it can't just yeah. be like I like it, because then it'd be like Billy Madison or something. <laughs> uh, Wayne's World Two is dope as hell, <laughs> but shouldn't be on my top twenty list. Um, I mean, okay, yeah, I don't, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying here? Or something? Yeah, yeah. So it has to be some sort of like moment. Let's do that. We'll make it a little bigger. It has to be a moment in film history. When Hosehead walks into the crowd Hose and he has the spray paint so down good. his back hey, and everyone screams. Hey, that is a great dunk. moment. That is a great moment. You <laughs> never sleep on Strange Brew. Don't sleep on Strange Brew. He's got Max one side out. Come on, guys. I know. He got freaking G. He played Jesus. Mm-hmm. You don't mess with him. <laughs> Ingrid Bergman. Right. He was directed by Ingrid Bergman. So yeah, it has to be like an influential movie. You have to like it. Because mm. it yeah. be like you're like trying to be cool, trying to be a film snob. No. I know. That's what I'm going to say. Do, so I'm going to like look well, at the list. I'm going to look at what I've seen. I'm going to yeah. rate like, oh, can I include Mannequin on the list? No, Ooh. I can't. <laughs> Dang it. Wait, who, I mean, who was the score? Who did the score? <laughs> I don't know. But there's a guy oh, named Hollywood in the movie. Hollywood? Up to no good. 
yeah. Okay. So we got to do our top 20, what we consider the best movies of all time. That we've seen. That we've seen. You can't. Yeah, we've seen. You have, yeah, you have to have ha- seen you it. You have to have seen it. It has to be something you enjoyed. So, so yeah, I mean, uh, if 20's not that hard. No, and because then you'd get rid of like... It's pretty hard. It's well, okay to admit that you haven't seen some stuff too. It's well, like, I'm sure this could be on my list. Exact, I'm sh- happy to bump stuff as yeah, we go. The Shining won't be on my list, y'all, because I haven't seen it unless I watch mm-hmm. it between now and there. So that's just, that's just that. I don't know if my it's my top 20. Well, yeah, it's hard because is it even your top three Stanley Kubrick? You know what I'm saying? Um, like, it would probably, be in my top three standards. Yeah, it would. Yeah. For sure. Over Barry Lyndon? <laughs> <laughs> Screw Barry Lyndon. <laughs> Boo. Uh, yeah, that one might not be on my top 20. No. Um, okay, so next week, guys. Looking at my movie wall. Oh, my right. gosh. So, yeah, for, get, so get I think we have to say uh, this movie, The Maltese Falcon, is a must for a movie sub. You yep. cannot not be a movie uh, yeah, snob sure. without watching this like so this is to be a movie sub definitely watch in 2023 is yeah. it watchable yes yeah yes i say it's still watchable yes. so that's two out of three it, yeah exactly it's it's you should watch it because of what it means yeah historically for film for but also film, like it's, to be a sub. It's, it's pretty good yeah it's, it's a pretty fun good. story now, you couldn't call it at the beginning you wouldn't no, know. No, no. That's see. great. It actually is a pretty decent surprise, just, yeah. despite the fact that it's been like made fun of and, and, and mimicked so many times. Um, is it going to be like a Friday night like this or John Wick 3? Probably not. You'd probably yeah. go John Wick 3. <laughs> but, or John Wick 4. Shoot, Depends there's on a fourth one coming out. Yeah, but it still is very entertaining. And for a black and white film, shoot. We should, oh, side Enjoyed note. Enjoyed it. We should have our top black and white films of all time. Mm. Our top that's not happening. Silent? This time. No, we are not doing that. Top we silent movies of all time. Down. Yeah, we because yeah. we're not snobby enough yet. No, no, no. But that is definitely something to do. So next week, we are going to give you our top twenty best movies of all time according to Mariah, Pat, and Seth. Also, <laughs> the definitive the list. definitive list that will be changed literally Until the next we week. Change it. <laughs> When we watch another movie, like, oh, that was really good. <laughs> Who knew? I know. Police Academy 4, so good. <laughs> We're also forgetting to equate the movie to a beverage. I've actually thought about this a lot. Oh. So I've actually thought about this. Um, the beverage for this one, uh, for me, had to be uh, some sort of whiskey. But it had to be American. Mm. Which which gets rid of a mm-hmm. whole lot of a thing, and so so like Johnny Walker's on the list. A lot of people say he was drinking Johnny Walker Black or Johnny Walker Red. The fat fat man Gutman was drinking Johnny Walker Red. You're making it a whiskey. I gotta make it a whiskey. It's freaking Pat, film noir. How about you, Pat? Uh, I wasn't thinking about this. You can you can um, you can just pick a quality beer too. Yeah, we, we we started actually. I I ruined it. It used to be what beer is this movie? That was mm-hmm. originally mm-hmm. what it was. And so I could also come up with a beer if you need me to. But first, go ahead, Pat. But it does have to have alcohol in it. Yeah, you can't no. just say this is a like solid this is a chocolate soda. milk. This is a Pepsi Cola. <laughs> He'd say diet Pepsi Cola. Yeah, he, he would. That's to. gross, Pat. It's messed That's up. right. That's just well, gross. you know, you got to take care of your teeth. Yeah, you not your, <laughs> just whatever weird. the rest of your body is. Yeah, like, your, who cares your about the cancer? Yeah. Jeez. 
Yeah, don't worry. Well, you got your teeth got to be good. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, the most gosh, American this, thing I've ever heard. This is a tough one. I'm gonna go. I gave this answer last time, but I think to me, you know, the equivalent of something whiskey, you know, Bernie is something super bitter. Okay, like right. It, it's gonna like make you kind of like a little peat. squeeze your teeth together. More the peat, like an yeah. is- Islay whiskey, like a Scotch. But you, put, but it's gotta be American. Well, though, but right? this is in the. I'm going. I'm going an IPA, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there we go. Really, there we go. Really high hop, double mm-hmm. IPA. Which we, I feel like so I'm high ABV, high pop. Okay, yeah, I'm giving that answer for every movie. But yes, yes, this one. <laughs> you know, it's a sipping, kind of a sipping beer. See, I don't know. I think it's quick drinking, man. That freaking the dialogue. You're just drinking mm-hmm. and smoking yeah, the sure. whole time. I don't know. I think I think I'm kind of with Pat beer wise. Okay. Like in one of the ones they will only give you twelve ounces of. Ooh, you know, good. That comes good. in the yes. snifters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaped one, or maybe like a Manhattan yeah. up. Oh, Manhattan. That's good. Manhattan good for you know a whiskey type beverage. Now it does take place in San Francisco. I know we're kind of drawn to this whole New York concept just because it feels like you know mm. Al Capone, but it literally has a has like the Golden Gate Bridge is freaking shown right. right before and you look out their window and you see the Golden Gate Bridge. So like mm. yeah, I, I, I did yeah, yeah they're by that, the river quite a bit. By the river. And we should we should end this podcast, but I did find it charming that in the olden days if something was within the city you lived in, you just wrote city on an envelope <laughs> that's great which apparently is how it worked <clears throat> you didn't have to write that where like cool. we know yeah the city mm-hmm. uh but good stuff good good wreck yeah good yeah, watch no, it was a good watch i was very happy we did this because mm-hmm. i was i i thought i'd seen it before but i had not and it was very like oh this is well done the way to go way to go I john i certainly hadn't seen it since Casablanca, so it yeah, was nice I, to go back. Because I've seen Casablanca so many times, so I was like, "This is, this is, I understand." But it also uh, is still not as good as Casablanca. Mm. I'm just gonna say that. I don't know about that. Well, we'll Casablanca's on my top twenty. This we'll one see what not. ends up on. The All right, list. sounds good. All right, until then, guys, thank you for listening. We are How to Be a Movie Snob podcast. We appreciate you listening. And we uh, we hope to hear from you and tell you what, what movie stops, what movies we should be listening, watching, and listening to, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we we join us next week when we reveal the top twenty movies of all time mm-hmm. for ever us. for us for us so far. That's <laughs> you're, at this point you're in our life. Killing lives. me, Mariah. You're killing me. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye. Bye.